0: And good morning, and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show, another weekend, another beautiful day to celebrate your home loan.
1: It is a beautiful day.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, I'm Kevin Miller, joined by Trust Collins, Bob Bolt. Good morning. Bob couldn't be here this morning, so we're out here uh, slinging mortgages your way and making (laughs) sure that you are up to speed and all the happy things that are going on in the mortgage world. If you're out there and you're listening for the first time, we are TexasLending.com. We've been around for a couple decades here in Dallas-Fort Worth helping people with home loans through the thick and the thin. Right now, we are in the middle of the thick of the mortgage business. A lot of rates uh, have gone down. Mortgage rates have dropped nearly 2% since last November. Anyone who got a home loan in the last couple of years has a great opportunity to save a bunch of money with a refinance. Anyone buying a home this summer or seeing some of the lowest rates we've seen since 2013 for home loans. You have a great opportunity now to get in touch with us today so we can answer questions for you. We have text lines that you can ask questions. It's great because you don't have to call a loan officer, you don't have to call a mortgage company. You can just text your question and we'll answer it here on the show. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Get your text lines in there. And I am Kevin Miller, owner CEO of TexasSunny.com. Started this place back in 1998, incorporated it in 2001. And uh, we're right here in North Dallas, and we are here to answer all your questions with all of our loan officers. If you want to call in today to get a home loan going, do it before the school season starts. Do it before next week starts. Do it before Sunday starts. you never know what's coming up on Sunday, but if you're trying to get a cash out refinance or a refinance or a streamlined FHA refinance or a VA refinance, we have all these different kind of loans here for you. Make sure you call us now.
2: Even on a purchase, we can maybe get you into your home before school starts.
0: Yes, we have fast closings for our home purchase. We also have our home purchase team and our fast-track purchase program, which gets you fully pre-qualified for a home loan prior to getting a contract on a home, which is important. Because you'll be putting a couple thousand dollars out of pocket when you sign a contract to buy a home. Make sure you protect that money. Don't be signing a contract until you're fully approved. We are joined by Tress Collins, who has been helping us here on the show and manning the, manning the phones and manning the texts and doing all the different things that she does. <laughs> She's great. In addition to smiling and laughing for us here on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. And so how was your week, Tress?
1: It was long. It wasn't bad. It was just long. Lots it of- was
0: not long. It was the same number of days and hours as it was in the past. Well, oh,
1: my mind doesn't think so. My <laughs> mind thinks it was freaking long.
0: Okay, so. and think-
1: Can you believe next week is August? Already. School starts next month for a lot of our school districts.
0: Christmas trees go up on Tuesday. This-
1: <laughs> <laughs> for-, <clears throat> for some people, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yours are up year-round, I hear.
1: Um, yeah, we, we do it. Every other year, we leave our Christmas decor up all year long, except for the tree. We take the tree down. But everything else, we have a bunch of Santas and, you know, reindeer, snowmen, things like that. We leave it up.
0: Do you have to eat those pottery Christmas cookies all the time, all year, during the times that it's up all year?
1: (laughs) I don't have to do anything. And (laughs) if I were to have to do anything, it would not be
0: that. Do you eat candy canes all year during that year? No, I don't
1: eat candy canes at all. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm a picky eater, so okay. you can't you can't marry. <laughs> you can't be to that Christmas picky. I've
0: seen you with the Seven uh, Eleven hard-boiled eggs in here on Saturday <laughs> mornings. <laughs>
1: It's an egg.
0: You can't, <laughs> I
1: can't go wrong with an egg.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, there are some bad eggs out there. Hopefully, you're not one of them, and hopefully, we aren't one of them. Hopefully, we're the place that you want to call for your home loan. Make sure you do call our loan officers. They are here right now. I walked in, and they're already up there giggling and laughing and ready to That's it. give you a happy, smiley uh, phone voice on the other side at 972-387-4600. Bob, you're one of the happy, smiley phone voices they can talk to during the day. And I'm one of the good eggs, hopefully. <laughs> yeah.
1: Happy <laughs> a, happy joy not joy. Not the
0: bad egg. Now, if you are listening, we do have to so we have to preface this by saying he is an A and Mmer. Through, I am a, a Texas
2: Aggie. Yes, I've got it in my soul.
0: He has crimson-colored uh, eye. eye Mar- his eye eyes are it's maroon. Is it maroon? Well, <laughs> I don't know what color it is. Oh, you know what? It's funny because my college's colors are the same same colors, and I went to um, school from up to Michigan. The maroon and cream was well. I don't know if it's cream, but we yeah. had maroon and cream. That was not even Maybe it's colors. eggshell. Hey, my wife went to Texas. <laughs> I love Texas too. Bob's got his uh, maroon-colored <laughs> <laughs> Texas Aggies uh, underoos on. That's he's, it. He's always always ready, always you're ready to cross cheer. Cross
1: the TMI line. That's Kevin. Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, that's one of the things we do here. We do have the T. This is the TMI of mortgage <laughs> of mortgage shows. <laughs> we kind of get down deep into the depths of your mortgage. Yeah. If you're trying to buy a home for the first time. If you don't know what kind of income you need, what kind of down payment you might need, maybe you don't know what kind of credit score you need. You think you are damaged goods, but you might not be. Right. Some of you think you are, uh, you're you're going to get the best rate out there, but sometimes you need to get things improved a little bit. We're going to answer those questions for you here on the show. You can call us, text us. You can call us at uh, 877-881-1053. You can also text us at that number. You can also get in touch with us at our office, 972-387-4600. That's TexasLending.com. We talked about rates. Rates have fallen nearly 2% since November. And it seems the last six to eight weeks we've walked into this weekend, we've walked into the show, and mortgage rates are the same. During the week, they're doing all kinds of gymnastics. They're up, they're down, they're around, they're breaking their wrists. They're, <laughs> they're excited it's it. summer. They're landing, the, they're sticking <laughs> the landing. And then when you come in on sa- Saturday, the rates are the same as they were the week before.
2: Hmm. And that means
0: your 15-year fixed refinances. We're at TexasLending.com, first of all, preface. We have some of the, if not the lowest rates in the state of Texas. There's companies sending out mailers. And we, we contacted them and said, hey, we need to get in touch with our old clients they said, you know, what are your rates and all this? And we showed, we'd shared our rates. He said, you know, you guys have the lowest rates of anyone we're talking to, of anyone that's sending out mailers. So these rate and term refinances at com, VA, FHA, conventional loans, call us now. Text us. Make sure your time. We have, I just got done saying, 2.875 is possible on a 15-year refinance if you have your closing cost in there and you're paying your point. That you're also, 3, 3.1. 3.2 APR. APR, somewhere around there. And on your 30-year, we're also seeing if you're doing that same kind of thing, you can get down around 3.5% on your 30-year fixed for your refinance. If you're at 5.5 or 5 or four and three quarters, a 3.5% 30-year rate might be great for you if you're going to be, again, having those closing costs and an APR under 3.7. You want that? You want to have an option for it? You need to have good credit. You're going to need to have some equity in your house. But if you're going to try to refinance, even with 5% equity, you can also get a great rate at TexasLending.com. If you're trying to get rid of that PMI, we have the options for you here. Call us, 972-387-4600. Go online to TexasLending.com. Tress, uh, what do you want to know about today?
1: What do I want to know? You
0: always seem surprised. You're walking into a mortgage show. You, you, you have this long week all this time to think about a mortgage. She, she's what been you? thinking about it all
2: night, as a matter of fact. I think she knows exactly what, what uh, she wants to know about mortgages.
1: <laughs> There's just such a large scope to be known. But I would say, I guess my question would be, what's, what's the most popular reason people do a cashback refinance?
0: The most popular reason?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They want people to like that? I would guess. That would make them popular. Really? Want to be I guess. guess Is that their favorite in the neighborhood? No, the yeah, you want to be the favorite person. Yeah, that's true.
1: No, I was thinking it was like to pay off credit cards.
0: I think that there are, <laughs> I think people want to get ready for the school year. Maybe their kids are going to college. Yeah. I know my brother called me from up in Illinois and said, hey, my kid's going to school. I need some money out of my house. That's one of them. Uh, paying off bills is huge, especially when credit card rates. Now, one of the things we do here is we talk about money a little bit. And man, I used to get really angry about the way all this stuff works just because I, they, they, they keep people in the dark, they being them. And they're always <laughs> making sure that That's you – so clear. I know. And, and so they make you – they keep you in the dark about how this stuff works. And some of you are waiting for the Fed to lower rates. But I'm going to tell you this, and I've told you in the past in this show. As the Federal Reserve is raising rates, I said there's an opportunity for mortgage rates to go down. As the Federal Reserve raises the short-term rates, that can keep long-term rates in check. But if the Federal Reserve actually goes ahead and lowers the short-term rates, that can make long-term rates go up because it can stoke inflation. That's not a real concern in the world right now, as most of the governments in the world are paying you negative interest on the money that you're... (laughs) So if you want to give, for example, some of these countries, Germany, Japan, if you want to go lend them money... Which they're, I
1: don't. They're,
0: they're not going yeah, to <laughs> pay you any interest. It's a negative interest rate. They want you to go out and spend your money. They want you to go out and buy things. That's crazy. Ew. Well, my point is this. There's concerns about deflation around the world, you know, as as jobs and things are outsourced to com- countries where workers make a dollar a day, and we're trying to make $15 an hour Uh well, I don't want to get into all that. I, can say, I don't want to get into all that. I That's want to a say whole
1: is, other talk all to I want to oh, say yeah. is,
0: All I want to say is for mortgage rates right now, if the Federal Reserve does lower rates, the short-term rates, long-term rates can rise in that environment. So be prepared. That can happen. They've already, they being, again, again them, them. Yes. Yeah. They have already... <laughs> They've already built in that the Federal Reserve is going to lower rates. And once they do lower rates, they'll have new prognostications about, okay, what does this mean? That might mean longer-term inflation. Rates are low right now. Rates are low right now. They're near their all-time lows. They're within, within one quarter of a percent of their all-time lows. If you're trying to squeeze out a little bit more blood out of that turnip, you might not be able to get it. So that means if you can save a bunch of money now and start saving 300 or $400 or $1,000 a month, are you really going to wait four more months and waste $4,000 out of pocket? Right. Also, credit card rates are rising because the short-term rates, in fact, affect credit card rates because credit card rates can change monthly. Mm. They can right. send you monthly a new yes. credit card rate. Yes, that's a short term rate. Your thirty year fixed mortgage is going to be fixed for thirty years. The long term rates differ from the short term rates. The short term rates have come up uh, many times since President Trump came into office. They didn't start rising. They didn't. They didn't start raising them until President Trump got in office. When they did that, the credit card rates keep rising. Credit cards are at twenty, twenty two, twenty three, oh, twenty six percent. Yeah. Yep. A cashback refinance, you might find yourself and your family being able to drop those rates you're paying on credit cards up to 80%. That's huge. Saving thousands a month and thousands a year in payments out of pocket that you can be putting back in your pocket.
1: And your credit That is the reason that out.
0: people should do cashback refinance. Right. Restructure your debts. Businesses do it, governments do it, smart people do it. They get the lowest rates they can. Don't be paying these high interest rate credit cards. Get a cashback refinance. We are cashback refinance experts. We've been doing them for 20 years in Dallas-Fort Worth. We do a lot of them, and we do them great. And we have to take a break, don't we? Well, Old you, you know, in about 30
1: seconds, you're good.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay trust. But when we come back, not only do we cashback refinances, Bob, you're on the home purchase team. That's right. And so Bob focuses all day long. It only takes people that are inquiring about purchases. So if we have a team here that does refinances and home equity loans, and we have another team that does just purchase loans, if you're listening, that means you have someone who's focusing on purchase loans all day long, getting you approved, getting your contract read, getting you into the home and closing it on time. That is why TexasHoney.com's business this year is up over 60% over last year. Well, that in the low rates. But Our home purchase team has doubled our home purchase activity this year because of their focus. Make sure you call us here at the station, 877-881-1053. Text us, 877-881-1053. Go online and apply on TexasLending.com. When we come back, Trust is going to start asking your questions. Bob and I will start answering your questions. That's it. And we will get to the thick of things here on the TexasLending.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. All right, we're back in the TexasHoney.com Morgan Show. Kevin Miller here, Truss Collins, Bob Bolt. The questions are pouring in. They're porking it, pouring in <laughs> on 877 881 1053.
1: They could be porking in, but I don't think they are. Eight,
0: uh, <laughs> I was dreaming about bacon apparently during the break. 877 881 1053. All right, Tress, let's get, to your, let's get to your questions.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, did a cash-out refinance about a year ago. Do I need to wait before I try to refinance for a lower rate? My rate's 5% right now.
0: And so this person's at 5%. That is a magic number right now because people that are at 5% or right around it can save a bunch of money because uh, the rates have dropped so much. They did a cash-out a year ago in the state of Texas. You have to wait one year after you get a cash back refinance right. before you can get another cash back refinance. So, since they've been in that home for, or in that loan for a year, if it's 11 months, they have to wait full 12 months before it can be refinanced. State law. But they also passed a law a couple of years ago. See, since 1997, when someone got a refinance and they got cash out of their house, whenever they tried to refinance that again, it would always be called a cashback refinance. That's significant because cashback refinance rates have a higher rate in Texas than the regular refinance. So that was, that was the case for 20 years. And that limits the loan amount, too. Well, a couple of years ago, they changed that. They did. And they said if you got a cashback refinance in the past and you want to go refinance that to a lower rate after 12 months, you can refinance it back into a regular refinance. Exactly. That's good because regular refinances have lower rates and we have some of the, if not the lowest, refinance rates in the state of Texas. So this person's at 5% on the cashback refinance. I got done saying a couple uh, minutes ago that our 15-year refinance rates are as low as 2.875. That's on the 15-year. And they can maybe get a 30-year. This person might be able to get a 30-year somewhere in the high mid mid to upper threes. We don't know all their credit scores yet. We don't know their loan size. But, yes, after 12 months, they can refinance. I would call no one else but us just because I know, well, we're beating people all over the place in terms of rates. And so we are – and speed. So we can help you right now, Texasmoney.com 972-387-4600. Bob, do you have anything else you want to add to that? On the cash out, um, well,
2: one of the advantages, as you said, was uh, debt consolidation to get the interest rate uh, that you're paying down from the high – Credit card debt, yeah, down to the fixed, fixed rate, thirty year, yeah. fifteen year, but it also has a lot to do with cash flow. A lot of people that, when we do a cash out refinance, uh, we might be able to save them. Uh, you know, $1,500 a month in the total debt payments that they were making because they're currently paying a mortgage and all this debt.
0: Yeah. So, and
2: sometimes the, we have to raise the loan amount to cover cash back if they want to get it, home improvement money, and pay off the debt. And maybe the mortgage payment goes up $300 a month, but we're paying off $1,500 a month in debt payments they no longer have to make. With that increased cash flow, if they put half of it back to principal they could pay it off in half the time
0: yeah your, your credit cards are gone you can pay off your home even faster because you're no longer sending it to high interest rate credit cards you're paying all this money in interest you can start paying off your house faster so it's consolidating debts to lower rates to pay them off faster that's what we're here for and also we want to get to your purchase loans bob But we have people calling in about that as well
1: we do. You ready for the next one? Or
0: texting, yes. Yes. You
1: texting, how long does an approval last once you're fully approved? I'm looking to buy some rental properties.
0: Yeah, so the the thing is this. There's there's some tricks in there. Because we can say you're fully approved, uh, and those can last three months or so. For uh, Just assume it lasts for three months. So if we pull your credit now, then we don't have to pull your credit during the process of doing your loan for the next couple of months or so. Uh, they're usually good for up to 90 days, but there's a caveat. Right before your loan funds, we have to we do have to do a soft pull to find out if you took any more debt, because if you have, we have one, well, if you have taken on more debt and we don't put it on your application, your application gets updated at time of closing, because someone is going to service this loan, and it might be Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae might be the company that's going to be the one that buys this loan. For it, By the way, I have to... Tell everybody that when you are paying Bank of America or Chase or com or anybody, your mortgage payment, 95% of the time, they don't actually own that loan. The loan is owned by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Ginnie Mae. These are government-sponsored institutions. They are the owners of the overall loan. The servicing company has the rights to collect your money and keep a stipend of that money when they forward it on to Fannie Mae. Your servicer, Bank of America or te- Texasloney.com or Chase, is servicing your loan, but they are not the overall owner of the loan. And then when they foreclose on it, they would foreclose on it uh, for Fannie Mae, basically. And the company would then have to pay all the money to Fannie Mae. So, <laughs> so you know, when the loans went bad 12 years ago, these companies had all these bad loans that they had around their books. Well, Fannie Mae had these foreclosures, and then they had to. The banks had to go. You know, as a servicer, they went out and sold them. And sometimes the banks do portfolio and own these loans, but ninety-five percent of the time, like, they're offloading these. My point of that is that uh, when you're trying to get your loan done, and we, we say you're pre-approved for ninety days, right before closing, we're going to recheck your credit to verify you haven't taken on more debt. Because if you have, and you have not disclosed that to a mortgage company, and that loan closes, there is fraud in there because your debts are higher than what you told us they were. So um called so, Loan Quality Initiative through Fannie Mae, LQI. And the Loan Quality Initiative pretty much demands that mortgage companies recheck credit before closing. So you may be pre-approved, but your loan... At the time of closing, and realtors see this all the time. All of a sudden, the loan just dies because someone went out and like, bought a couch, and now they yeah, bought it. a car. They bought a car right before closing of their mortgage, and now their debt to income ratio is out of whack. And so, this person, if you keep everything in line, your your job stays the same. You haven't taken on any more debt. Your approval can be good. Call it ninety days.
1: Moral of the story: You get approved. Don't go buying anything don't, big. Until after you,
0: yeah. And I would just wait a couple, until maybe a week after you buy that home. That's right. Before you make any major purchase. They will call us back and say, wait a minute, this person went and got a car, and so therefore you got to buy the loan back.
1: Yeah, so East. now
0: if anybody doesn't own the loan anymore and lenders don't have unlimited money, they have to they have to have a place to offload the loan so they can keep funding loans.
2: I tell people don't buy a stick of gum till we get you into the house.
0: Gum is more expensive than it used to be, Bob. <laughs>
1: Man, remember when you get a pack of Wrigley's for twenty okay. five cents? Right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. A cash out refinance can help a home buyout in a divorce, maybe?
0: Yeah, so there's a couple things there. And so if anyone is trying to is going through a divorce and there's a home involved, a lot of things can happen. Um, depending, I would, first of all, I wouldn't just do that yet until the divorce is final. Because once the divorce is going on, there's going to be a judge, and that judge is going to say, this person gets this and this person gets that. You guys are going to decide who's going to get it. Someone's going to memorialize that in a divorce decree. And that divorce decree, if there's no talk of that home... And who gets it? then it might be, let's say there's a home worth 300,000, and there's 100,000 dollars of equity in that. Mm-hmm. So there's only owed 200,000 on a $300,000 loan. And so there's two people involved, and they're going to get a divorce, there's 100,000 dollars of equity. How do you get that equity out and get the other person paid off if you're now divorced? Well, one of the things that can happen in a divorce, if the judge says that this person gets50,000 dollars of that equity. A loan, there's a loan in Texas called an OLT loan. That's right. OLT is spelled O-W-E. You owe. Like you owe somebody. O, then L-T-Y, OLT. And so as long as it's in a divorce, see, a lot of times when there's $100,000 of equity, it can't all be gotten out because of the 80% refinance rule in Texas for cash outs. And so there's, you, you can't do a big enough cash out loan to pay off the other person. But through an OLT loan, it's not part of the cash out loans in Texas. It's done just like a regular old refinance. Because it's written by a judge, it's a lien on the property, it can be paid off to the person that you owe. So can cash out be done for divorce? Yes. The best way to do it is through OLT because if there is cash in that property um, it will fall outside of the home equity loan rules in Texas. The rates are better on a regular refinance and it's in paper and writing so uh, once they are paid off, then your 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 due amount of money that they're due is is done. Mm-hmm. One other thing that involves uh,
2: divorces uh, in the state of Texas, we are a community property state, and if uh, some people are going through a divorce and they want to close on a house, um, if the divorce is not final and recorded with a court, uh, then I. I know you're, yeah, go ahead. Then, then both spouses have to be on the title. So
0: even if you, let's say you're, it's community property and you've been living together for a while and you have joint bank accounts and stuff, um, and then you're no longer going out together. Well, in a community property state, someone could say, well, you know, if you bought that home and you weren't married, that person could still be on that title of that home. But Bob, going back to your point, we I had a friend last week, and he's going through a divorce. And he sat down with me and he said, You know what? These mortgage companies keep, you know, running me around. I'm calling around. I'm trying to get this loan done. I'm trying to trying to uh buy you know, buy another property or trying to get cash out to pay her off, you know. Mm-hmm. He wants to get cash out to pay her off. And they're not divorced yet. They're separated. They've been separated for a couple of years. And I said, well, they legally can't close you on the loan because you're separated. And if you close on that loan, she's gonna be on title to the property, okay? That's right. And if you're trying to pay her off to get her off title or refinance it to get her off title, as long as you're still married and not divorced, she has to be on the title to the property. Mm. So it's not whether the mortgage companies want to do something, it's law, it's, it's title law. And I'm not a lawyer, title lawyer. But he wanted to get her off of the loan and he couldn't do it because they're still married. Right. And I said, you have to get the divorce done, then you can get it done. And he wanted to buy another house. And I said, well, you can't buy another house because she's got to be on the loan. Yeah. Because she's got to be on the loan because- You're still married. You're still married. And so until that's all figured out, then mortgage company can't really do anything unless you buy it around the title of the house. And so that's just part of it. But we have a lot of text lines, uh, a lot of text questions coming in. We do. Eight seven seven eight eight one one oh five three. Trust is loaded with questions. We're going to come back and unload those questions upon you with some answers.
1: Because they're porking in.
0: Yeah, they're porking in. They're porking in. So anyway, make sure you go to get your Luby's buffet breakfast on Saturday morning.
1: They should pay you for that.
0: They don't pay me anything. I know they put this right next to our building here, and that's where I'm going right after the show. So maybe I'll see you over there. Hey, this is the TexasLending.com Morgan Show. When we come back, more answers to your questions. Uh, Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Back on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Kevin Miller here with Bob Bolt. Trust Collins answering your questions for you. Make sure you get your questions in now at 877-881-1053. Get your question in. We'll answer it for you here before you have to get back to work on Monday. You can go to a barbecue later on and bore people with your mortgage knowledge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, or you might actually entice some conversation because I can't count how many times my husband and I have just been out and about And people will start talking about, you know, their mortgage, how they can't pay it or how they want to do a cash out refinance. I mean, you'd be surprised at how popular or I should say how common mortgage conversation is.
0: Make sure you call us at texasonly. 972 com nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Tress, it is your turn.
1: Here we go. I owe a hundred and forty five on my house. Bought it for one sixty two, but I could sell it for between two fifteen and two twenty five. Does the increased value count as equity when it comes re- comes to refinancing, or only what I have paid on the mortgage? That's a great question.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the increased value does count as equity, and so if you bought it for one forty five and it's gone up to Two fifteen. That's one of the great things about buying a house. And you know, when we're kids, we don't think about that. I want to buy a house so I can pay it off. <laughs> well, then, but, but you forgot that it might go from a value of hundred thousand to two hundred thousand, and now you have this. You can go sell that thing for two hundred thousand, and now you have more. You, you have more. You you have actually assets there, right? And so yes, the increased value does count as equity when it comes to refinancing. That's one of the things that can help you get rid of PMI. If you get a new appraisal and refinance it, uh, you can get rid of PMI. You can also, if you have enough equity, get cash out. Just know when when you close on a home equity cash out loan in Texas, when that loan is closing, the amount that you owe on the new loan cannot exceed 80% of the value of the house. So if that home is worth 225, then that person might be able to get up to $180,000 out of the house, now that's the the new loan could be up to one hundred eighty thousand dollars. That would be eighty percent of two twenty five, and so they would be able to get cash out above what they owe. If they owed one forty five, they can get an extra thirty thirty five thousand dollars out of there, depending on how much whether they have closing costs or want to have a you know a low cost low cost refinance cash out or if they want to get a low rate uh, cash out refinance. They also can just refinance and get a very low rate now, especially if they got that home uh, in the last couple of years and the rates are at five, five and a half, you can drop that rate significantly, save hundreds each month in your payment.
1: That sounds great. Yes. <laughs> I mean, ma- like, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So
0: make sure you uh, call TexasLending.com today. Go online and apply with TexasLending.com.
1: All right. Next up, how long do I need to be in my house to be able to get cash out for credit card debt? Another great question.
0: Yeah, great question. Uh, it used to be where people would try to do those right after they bought a home. But I would say the best, way, the best amount of time to wait is about 12 months to get cash out of your home. Uh, and here's why. Uh, if you bought the home for 200000 and you try to refinance three, three months later and you try to say it's worth $300,000, uh, any yeah. underwriter is going to laugh at you. So you just bought it for two hundred and now you're saying it's worth three hundred
1: yeah,
0: um, so you're going to have a hard time showing that it it increased a hundred thousand dollars in value um, after twelve months uh, is your best bet for everybody that's out there
2: mm-hmm. well after twelve months, then you can go off the appraisal and not the, yep. not the price
0: yeah, we c- no. yeah, because if you bought it four months ago, they're gonna, just going to give the value of whatever you bought it for That's right uh, Some people try to flip houses. They buy it for a hundred. they put in $30,000, and they want to sell it for two hundred. Uh Up to a certain amount of time after that home is purchased, they're only going to use that purchase price plus how much money you put into it. So you'd have to keep all your receipts, $30,000 of, of the stuff that you bought to put into the house. Mm-hmm. If you only put $30,000 into it and it's double the value of the house, for a, a certain period of time, figure that first full year, underwriters are going to discount the value of that appraisal. Um, and they're only going to give you the value of what you bought it for plus what you put into it. Uh, after 12 months, you should be free and clear of any of those uh, considerations. The underwriter doesn't have to – doesn't have to. well, they will still do that. They're going to look at the appraisal, and they're going to look at whatever the appraiser did and make sure it's valid. So anyway, hopefully that helps.
1: All right, next step. Do you all do cashback refinance in Arkansas? I live in Texarkana on the Texas-Arkansas border.
0: You know, Arkansas is soon to be annexed by Texas, so (laughs) it is Northeast DFW, (laughs) as we call it. They might have a problem with that. Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) No, but anyway, uh, yes, we do have loans in Arkansas, and uh, we can do cash-out refinances in Arkansas through TexasLending.com. So call us, text us, go online and apply, TexasLending.com, we'll help you out. We're happy to help. We have loan officers, specific loan officers who are licensed in Arkansas that will be able to help you. One of them being... The guy in blue today, who didn't wear his Texas A&M colors, but uh, got it in my billfold. Okay, all right. <laughs> He's always got it with him. Bob Bolt. He is our home purchase team, but he is one of our loan officers licensed in Arkansas. That's,
1: all right. that's awesome. All right. If I am at four point three five, how low do I need to be looking for rates to get before refinancing? Eight hundred credit scores, twenty percent equity on a two hundred and fifty thousand ish loan.
0: A thousand ish loan. So l- look at this way. On a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan if they they save or if they drop their rate just one percent, they'll save two hundred dollars a month on their mortgage payment. I'll say that again, a one percent lower rate on a two hundred forty thousand dollar loan so they're a little bit above that two fifty a one percent savings in interest that you're paying yearly on that will save you twenty four hundred dollars a year in interest. two hundred forty thousand dollar loan, one percent of interest is twenty four hundred dollars a year. That's $200 a month in interest, okay? That's a lot. So that person can go from 4.35 down to 3.35. and might make it worth it. If that person doesn't mind having a little bit of higher payment, why would it go higher? If they wanted to go to a 15-year mortgage, mm-hmm. they might be able to get that rate as low as 2.875 right now on a refi. If they have 20% equity, they might get rid of PMI, too. Maybe a 3% APR. So, so, if they wanted to get somewhere, if they didn't want to pay a bunch of points and stuff like that, and they want to do a low cost refinance, they might be able to get it down in just below 3.5. If they want to pay closing costs in a point, they can get down to 2.875 on a rate and term refinance on the $250,000 loan. If they could save 1.5%, they would save $300 a month of interest. But because they have to pay it off in less time, because it's a 15 year loan instead of a 30, their principal payment would go up, yep. but they'd be saving. They would be applying three hundred dollars more a month towards their principal by getting a rate down around two point eight seven five. So they can do the math. Do I want to get in a thirty year again, or maybe go to a twenty year down around three and a half? Mm-hmm. That might be close to one percent of interest savings. Some people say you have to save one percent. Well, some people used to say you want to save at least two percent on your rate. That was back when your grandma had a home of sixty thousand dollars. And it would take a 2% lower rate to save $100 a month in interest. But your loan size is four times that. So you can save even a half a percent of interest on 250000 and save $100 a month in interest payments. Because mm-hmm. if you can save 1% on your interest rate as $200 a month, just dropping it half a percent saves you $100 every month. Do the math. Do $100 a month. Now, it's not going to be $100 every month because your principal balance is falling every month. And so you're only paying interest on the amount of money you still owe. But when you first get that done, it's a 1% lower rate on 250000 That's $200 a month of interest. So, All right. So you can call us, and we'll be happy to help you at TexasHoney.com 972-387-4600. We have a live person to answer your phone calls. We have live loan officers here. Living loan officers, believe it or not, they're alive. And you can call them <laughs> or go online and apply to TexasHoney.com. I checked. They're right down the hall. (laughs) Frank and loan officers.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, we're actually going to have to go to a break. But when we come back for the break, we have a Barn Dominium question. We haven't had a Barn Dominium question in a while.
0: It's been about a month.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The
0: Barn (laughs) Dominiums. I'm going to create the mortgage hammer so you can just hit yourself in the head when you have... (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you know, loans they, there could be Barney really, millions. but they're really cool. I mean, they they're look They're cool to have. Yeah. They're just hard
0: to get loans for. We'll talk about yeah. it when we get back on the TexasHoney.com Mortgage Show, 105.3 The Fan. All right. Back on the TexasHoney.com Mortgage Show, Kevin Miller, Tress Collins, Bob Bolt, talking about your home loan today here on The Fan. Want to make sure that you're ready to go, get your Saturday going. Uh, and Tress is answering all, uh, asking the questions. We're going to try to answer your questions for you, but... Tress, you can get going. What's up?
1: Here's our Barn Dominium of the Month question. I'm wanting to buy land and build a Barn Dominium, but I can't afford to buy the land until I sell my house. Can I get a loan before I sell my house so I can begin building before I sell?
0: I mean, there's ways to get loans uh, before you buy a home. You have to get a construction loan for it. You'd have to get a builder for the barn dominium. You'd have to make sure that if you, you need to get financing for the barn dominium. The building of the barn dominium is a little easier sometimes than getting the financing for the barn dominium. <laughs> the, 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 a barn dominium is basically someone well, – there's a couple ways that people do it. One, people have a home uh, in some agricultural land, and then they want to build a barn, and they want to make it into a condo so someone can, they can rent it out, right? Mm-hmm. And so they have a little barn by the home, and, and they they put a bed in there. and some, pretty cool. Some hay or whatever you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so anyway, uh, the biggest challenge is going to make sure that be making sure that you can get appraisal values for that barn-dominium. If you're the only one within a ten-mile area, ten square miles that has one of those, then how do they value it? Everyone yeah. else has a house, but you're the only one that put this barn out there that's got you know, living quarters in it. So how do they give a value to it? There's ways to do it. It can be done. There are specific lenders that focus on these kind of loans. Uh, I, would, I would suggest that you do yourself. There's a thing on the Google. Go to the Google and, uh, and see if they can help you find a barn dominium loan. The, fo- someone that's going to focus on that loan is going to be better than a loan officer who doesn't know anything about it.
1: So they can get a loan before they sell their house?
0: Uh, well, you have to get a construction loan, and, and sometimes the builder will build it for you as long as you have a takeout loan. A takeout loan would be you're approved to refinance that property once it's built. Mm-hmm. To pay
2: off the construction loan. Yeah,
0: the construction loan would be – there's two ways to do You can get a construction loan by yourself. I would say a local bank – first of all, this go to a local bank near the area where you want to do this. One, they have a Community and Reinvestment Act where these banks have to reinvest in the community. Where they're, you're taking, they're taking your deposits. They have to reinvest some of that money back in the community. They're going to know your area well. They're going they're not going to feel. Uh, you go to some guy in downtown Dallas. You're trying to get some loan out there west of Waco, and you know, for a barn dominium, they're not going to know the area as well. But I'm just saying that you go to a local bank. You have a, you have a contractor uh, that's in the area who's got the the blueprints and everything, and. And uh you can get a construction loan from that bank or you can also get that take out loan, which is once that if the con- if the builder or contractor wants to get the construction loan. Once it's con- when it- once the thing is constructed, then you can refinance out of it. Would, so it's called a takeout loan.
1: Would they consider it an investment property seeing as he still has a primary residence home?
0: Yeah, so if if I mean, they plan on selling sell their property. Yeah. yeah. So when the time the time he's moving into that, if it's his primary residence, he can claim it as primary residence. Oh. Um if he's going to use it as a, an investment property, uh they can always look to see if he can get that, but he's going to have to mo- a higher down payment for it.
2: All
1: right. Yes. Here we go. Hey Texas Lending, just want to shout out, tell you thanks for your time on the air. I listen every Saturday. And we just signed yesterday on a 15 year cash out refinance with y'all. This saves us over $1,000 in interest a month in freeing up a total of
0: $1,800. Wow.
1: Yeah, thanks for helping us make our money work for us. We see financial freedom coming our way from Wayland and Arlington.
0: People don't realize until that debt is gone I'm sure these people get goosebumps when they sign because all of a sudden they're free of $1,800 a month, nearly oh, $20,000 a year. And that's after-tax savings. They're not like, it's not like you're going to work for somebody and then you've got to pay in, income tax. That's right. You're not paying income tax on the money you're saving by dropping your interest rates. That's just all money in your pocket. Uh, at $20,000 a year, you, know, you might be able to actually get a fry with that hamburger. You know, and so,
2: <laughs> and so a shake.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You can upgrade from the, just the plain old ramen to the ramen with ramen with beef flavor. You know, you can all the different things you can do with money. Well, I'm saying that, that, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of money. That's what we're talking about. And we're happy for him. So thanks for calling us. We are the Cashback Refinance Experts. We close hundreds of them every month. Hundreds of cashback home equity refinances at TexasOnly.com.
1: And congratulations, Waylon. That is awesome. All right, here we go. I have an FHA loan with an interest rate of 3.95%. I'm only on this loan due to my wife having bad credit rating at the time, Her credit score is above 650 now and mine is a little over 700. Should I refinance? I'm trying to remove my mortgage insurance, which is a little south of $200 a month. Mm. Didn't know if it would be worth it to refinance.
0: So if they have the equity now, 3.95, is that what the rate was?
1: Mm, 3.95.
0: Yeah, so depending on their loan size, they might be able to get that rate dropped a little bit and get rid of the PMI. Mm. Depending on how long they've been in that home, after a certain period of time, that PMI can go away. If it's an FHA loan, the PMI might not go away. Uh, the PMI on FHA, if you have a 30-year mortgage on FHA, the PMI lasts for life. Uh, unless they it, put 10% unless down. Unless you put 10% down. If you only put 3.5% down on your FHA loan, you can always refinance out of it, like this person might be able to do. That $200 a month is a lot. That's like dropping 1% on a $250,000 loan. So even if they can just refinance to get the same rate and get rid of the PMI, they can start saving a bunch of money right now especially if it's going to take another 10 years to get rid of that PMI just by waiting for the, the principal balance to drop. Right.
1: Okay, I think we have time for this last question. Yeah. Listen car- carefully. My parents have put down their earnest money to buy a house. They have excellent credit. The bid is 325000 They own their own house outright, It's and it's up for sale for 425000 The actual value is three hundred and eighty-two. It's on lakefront and on golf course. Can they use their house to get into the new home if the house that is for sale doesn't sell right away that's from Dennis Livingston okay so you,
0: Dennis. so there are ways to do that now if their home it sounds like they are trying to sell it right now so if they're, yes. it's up for sale here's here's the issue um, they're not gonna be able to get a cash out loan if it's up for sale you can't get a loan on the home for if a home is is, is currently for sale right so they're, how how do they get money to move into the other home mm-hmm. if this now and they have already
1: put earnest money on the new but home. for
0: a new home their earnest money is going to go towards their down payment. I don't know how much home they're buying. Did it say 350 They can get into that home for as little as 5% down. 325 Okay. Now, it's because they're not a first-time home buyer here, so they can get in for a very low down payment on this thing, a 3.5% down if it's FHA. And then if they sell their home, they can always pay it down. They can always pay it off if they wanted it to. Uh, so there are ways to do that. Uh, the other option is if they can get a bridge loan. Now, there's a company in town that can do bridge loans for you. That would bridge the gap between when you sell it and you wanting to right. buy before you get your home sold. If they want to text me, uh, they can text to 214-354-5989. 214-354-5989. I'll text them back. I'll get in the name of that that place that could do that for you we're out of time folks yes we are out of time flew by yes we'll have to see you next week bob we didn't get to all your home purchase business It's all right we'll be here next week for everybody make sure you listen next week for the TexasLunny.com we're show call us now go online and apply see you next week on 105.3 the fan we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio